Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? So excited. We're just now 67 days till, uh, yeah, 68 days till the start of fall camp. So it's on the front porch. Well, it kind of depends on when people are listening, too. I mean, it could be like three days away. People are going back and listening to old podcasts or something. Um, let's go ahead and tell everybody about Built Bar. First of all, if you want to build up excitement to the college football season, then you should use Built Bar. There's no better way to get ready for college football than to just start gobbling down some of these Built Bars. Absolutely delicious. Uh, they have a from until 531, which I think is today, I think 531 is today, you can get, so if you happen to listen to this as I post it a little bit later on today, you can still get $5 off every box of Built Bars. You can also use the code locked on to get $10 off uh, for your box of Built Bars. They've come in four new flavors, peanut butter banana, pineapple upside down cake, which is delicious, and coconut pecan pie and blueberry lemon. And blueberry and lemon, they, they, they are crazy good together. I mean, they are, they've got such one of those, one of those good, great relationships of fruits. You know, some fruits just go together really well. And uh, blueberry and lemon are those fruits. I'm, I'm pulling for those two crazy kids. So Built Bar, go check them out, BuiltBar.com, <laughs> BuiltBar.com. Um, also want to thank our buddies over at Nyko Sports, the two at Tungle Football. I want to talk to people about that a little bit more. NIK. KCOsports.com, and I didn't even put that little airport music in there. I'm actually in the airport trying to do this. Um, Jimmy and I lead exciting lives. Uh, his do. life is revolves revolves around when and when he cannot have internet in his house, and um, I'm <laughs> about to get on a plane to to Baytown, Texas. So I mean, you know, just we're jet setters and we just do things like that. So, Jimmy, before we really jump into the program at all, um, it is a very surreal moment right now, uh, I think, all over the country and maybe in some regards uh, parts of the world, because uh, it does feel like the country is burning to some degree right now. And um, so it's it, it can be tough to talk about sports at this time. I tried to listen to ESPN on the way up here and some other sports talk, and all the talk right now has been about George Floyd in that situation, and I don't really feel a need for us to go into it, but, and again, I'm at Hartsfield International Airport, so you can hear that right in the background, I'm sorry, and they feel like obligated to throw out an announcement every two minutes, whether they need one or not, they, they, they just have an announcement like, hey, everybody, all is well, and I'm like, okay, we, we get it, um, but uh, anyway, I don't think we need to go over that, we recognize that, uh, that there are certainly some more high-priority things going on in these United States right now. But uh, it's it's a tough time for the country, and hopefully things are going to get better very shortly. It's just another thing in 2020 that makes us all go worst year ever. I mean, am I wrong? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, yeah. and now, now us folks down on the Alabama coast have to uh, look to the south and west as a uh, – a, there might be a tropical event by the end of the week. So 2020 just keeps piling on here. But, you know, the only thing I'll say that's related to what we do here, Luke, because, we, you know, it's, it's not our place to discuss uh, anything that's going on, uh, you know, in, in, in the political world or in the social world. And, uh, you know, and looking forward to football season. But what I would urge, you know, everyone listening to our podcast, you know, we love all of our players. 
and support them on and off the field. And uh, we have 85 football players and, you know, you know, rough, a rough estimate is 60 of our scholarship players are African-American. And I think it's our responsibility to not just cheer for them on the field, but off the field as well. And uh, our kids uh, have asked for support on Twitter uh, from our fans, the same fans that cheer for them every Saturday. And as far as I'm concerned, if we cheer for them on Saturday, we have an obligation to cheer for them every day of the week. And, uh, and we all are on the same team. It says Alabama, uh, you know, on the program. And we're all uh, supportive of all of our players, no matter what the circumstance. So uh, that's, that's the only way it affects us on our show. So that's what I would urge everybody to do is be supportive of the kids that play for Alabama seven days a week, not, not just one day a week. No, that wouldn't that wouldn't me that said thank you. That was another announcement. That is, I'm trying to mute myself as you're talking because I mean it's so distra- it's so distracting to me if I'm not doing a podcast. No, how many announcements they have, and and now they're doing them in different languages. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's it really it, this is more just 2020 kicking me right in in the tank. I mean, it's just unbelievable. But anyway, it's, help, um, it's helpful to all of our fans that are listening across the globe, actually. <laughs> Except they they're like I want to I want to check out this this Alabama podcast, but I only speak Spanish. It sure seems like they're talking about having a safe flight for some reason, though I don't understand. <laughs> um, anyway, um, since we have spoken last, oh my God, they're doing another one. Since <laughs> since we have That's spoken okay. last, uh, they Ian Jackson has committed from Pratt. Well, we talked a little bit about him last week, but I'll let you elaborate more now. Yeah, uh, we predicted Ian Jackson would commit to Alabama, and and uh, you know we're always right. We're always right, <laughs> and uh, and Ian did commit to Alabama as a big pickup. I know he's not ranked in a place that would generate the level of excitement that I have over Ian, but frankly, I just think he's underrated. I think he's a twenty twenty guy, meaning that maybe maybe fifteen years ago, this is a kid you don't take because you're like, oh, he's an undersized linebacker. Everybody's just going to run right over him. But that that's not. Today's linebacker, Luke, is a guy that can run and cover. And You know, everybody calls the offense. It's a spread offense, right? Well, the way that you defend a spread offense is by spreading your defense. Your defenders need to be able to defend a wider, broader area of the field. So linebackers don't play in a phone booth anymore. Linebackers have to be able to play in wide open spaces and wide open expanses. So Ian Jackson is a 2020 linebacker because he can defend a lot of space. Um, uh, I love that he's from Prattville, such a great historic place, uh, you know, in terms of producing players. So I'm excited. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm really excited for him. And I do think he'll make a big leap in the rankings here when they can start legitimately doing rankings again. Cause right now, it's a little funky that they've already re-ranked kids. I know that they've probably had plenty of time to go back and actually look at film versus uh, believe some uh, word-of-mouth hype or just get a few highlights. But they have not. nobody's been able to go to camp. Apparently, a lot of these guys have not been able to travel around and go take a look at somebody live in person uh, at, at a 707 or something like that. So to have the re-rankings like they did about a week or so ago um, it seems a little bit silly. But I enjoyed it because they did drop a lot of the Auburn guys, and it and it kind of uh, fed into their um, conspiracy <laughs> theories. And I enjoyed that meltdown. But 
nevertheless, I think there is a point there that, hey, let's at least let some kids, let, let's at least make it where you guys can go see these cats in, in person before you re-rank right. them. But having said all that, I think when, when uh, the final rankings are out, Ian Jackson will be a top 100 or 150 guy, not a top 250 guy. That's what I predict. No, I, I agree. I, I think as more analysts take a take a harder look at him, his rankings will go up. It's a uh, it's difficult. It's it's sort of like you know you know I like comparing recruiting and recruiting rankings to to the NFL draft and scouting. You know from it's it you know when you're like hey well what's a kid ranked and 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 a new cycle has already started. So you know signing day is February seventh and on February fifteenth the fan wants to well. Okay, in this next class, where's that kid ranked? You know, it takes a long time to properly rank 13,000 kids that are playing high school football. It's not, it's not a thing that can be done quickly. Uh, it takes a long time for these an- – and there's also not a lot of analysts that, that are ranking the kids. Uh, it takes a long time to – rank and re-rank and watch everybody and information changes and offers come in and new kids pop up and you can't just sit there and watch the tape of 13,000 kids and rank them it's impossible yeah. so you just have to be patient with rankings and 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 know that it's a process and and in the end they get the rankings i'm impressed with with how accurate the rankings are, but I'm impressed with how accurate the rankings are at the time of signing, right around December first. Around December first, when you get about the last re-ranking before signing day, that matter because it literally takes that long to figure it all out. It's just a fact. And again, if you don't understand what I'm talking about, look at Mel Kuyper's big board that he put out right after. April's draft, and then look at it again next March. It's radically different, and it's not because Mel Kuyper's changed his mind a thousand times. It's because information changes. It's too vast. It's too hard. It's a year-long process to get the rankings right, and I guess I should have started with that, but that's just the fact. It's a year-long process to get the rankings right. Well, it's not a year-long process to get the rankings right if you're going to rank your built bars, though. I mean, that's yeah, it. They're all ones. They're all 110 they're calories, all by the stars. way. They're, I'm looking at the built bar. Number I'm looking yeah, you at one looking right now. It's 110, ca- 110 calories. Well, that's, that's all for a, for a chocolate that's, bar. That's kind, of, that's kind of creepy that I said, yeah, you are looking up at a built bar as if I'm looking at you. <laughs> I have like some security cam in your house. Yeah, what's Kelly no, doing back there? I... <laughs> watching, watching um, Hallmark, watching Hallmark movies. That's what she. She's uh, watching a Hallmark yeah, movie. That's what she's doing. Uh, the Built Bar who loved me. Go check out Built Bar. BuiltBar.com. Um, you can get all these new flavors, and they're absolutely delicious. Jimmy and I don't yank your chain on things like this. I mean, look. Yes, if. The Locked On Network says you guys need to do a live read for uh, Product X or Company Y. We'll do it. But if we don't believe in that, if we didn't believe in it, we wouldn't do it with a ton of passion. We have been selling you people on Built Bar and Nyko Sports like there's no tomorrow. BuiltBar.com. 
BuiltBar.com. Go check them out. They have delicious flavors. I promise you it's better than a Cliff Bar. I, I can tell you this because I've had both. This is not, this isn't Luke saying, uh, you know, he, it was, you know, he never had a Cliff Bar. I've had several Cliff Bars. I've also had several Built Bars. It's a no low contingent. It is a, it is a knockout before. It's, you remember how Michael Spinks laid down before Mike Tyson even laid a finger on him? And he, Mike Spinks was like, I'm making 10 million. I'm just going to lay down. So I'm going to lay down. I'm not going to knock my teeth out. And it, that's, that's how this is. Built Bar is that good. Go check out Built Bar, builtbar.com. Um, and then, also, again, want to thank our friends over at NICO Sports, the Tua Tungle Vialo Football, $99. portion of the proceeds go to the Make-A-Wish Foundation of Alabama. It's full-size, fully embossed, got all the Tua stats and accolades and highlights. And um, It's not a video board, but it's like written stuff. I mean, I didn't mean to make you think, oh, my God, this football's got video capability. It's not – it has everything but video capability. That's what's amazing about it. Go check it out, $99, NICO Sports, N-I-K-C-O-Sports.com. My main man, Julio, will hook you up with this football so jimmy i gotta tell you this story because um it was just kind of funny last night and we're hanging out with some friends and um i've got three of my kids in from ohio and um my youngest of that bunch is 10 years old and uh he's an interesting boy i mean he's like he's not really into any sports he's like into roblox or something and minecraft and uh legos and and, you know, and then he's got a, a t- another cousin that's about his age, and they are just inseparable. They just FaceTime all the time. They're into technology stuff. Well, you know, it's been it's interesting being his father because since he does not have like a diehard love for sports or um, something like that, like I have. And again, sorry about the announcement, people. If you're just now tuning in, but I'm in Hartsville International Airport. Um, it, it, it can be difficult to like find some common ground with him. I mean, it, it, you know, we don't have the natural. Just hey, let's talk about the, you know, 2011 Alabama season or something like that. We don't have that. Um, but last night we're having dinner with some friends at Lake Martin, and um, the, the wine's flowing pretty freely. And I, I, I guess I don't. I guess I'll get in trouble for this, but my son said I want to try it, and I said, "Look, Walker, you, you okay?" <laughs> I was like, "I want you to have a sip because." I, well, he really twisted was, your arm. I, he, he did. My theory was he'd have a small sip and be like, you know, just sort of gag on it. Well, he took a small sip, like he was very nervous about it. He's not a, like a guy who likes to try new things, and he took a really small sip, and he just sort of smacked his lips and goes. Yeah, I can see why y'all like this. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, uh oh, I was like, okay, but I was like, Walker, no more, no more, buddy. And he, so he went over there and he sat down, and he, we were just talking, and something came up about religion, or I can't, I don't even know why. Maybe we were talking about something. I don't remember. But Walker said, you know, I've, I've thought about that a lot. Like, okay, if there's God. And he said, that's the thing, you know, like, I'm, I go to church. He said, you know, there's a God. I believe in God. But why do people get hurt? And I said, Walker, that's a question that, you know, plagues everybody all the time. Like, how can bad things happen to good people? I said, but, you know, I'm a firm believer in balance. You know, you've got to have a, you need 50% run, 50% pass. You need, uh, you, you need, you got, if, you, if everything is great. I said, Walker, look at it this way. If everything was great, nothing's great. You gotta have some bad times so you can know about good times. You know that's that's how how you know you gotta have good and bad. I mean a yin and yang. And he goes, oh, he said, are you Kim Jong Un? Because you just nuked my mind. 
<laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said, what in the, what like in the, the hell is happening? And, and, and like the everybody, smartest kid everybody ever. Looked around. And my friend looked at me and was like, this kid had one sip of wine and now his mind is like going to all these existential places. <laughs> and I said, yeah. I said, I'm not going to let him go to Alabama. There's no chance. <laughs> like, my advice is I would I, I think you should give him an entire bottle of wine and just sit back and record a whole comedy <laughs> act and make millions. Well, that's the thing. I wouldn't be able to enjoy my millions because I'd be in prison. <laughs> I'm not real sure that I'm not in trouble now. I mean, you know, look, when you were young and I was young, you know, our parents gave us sips of alcohol. You know, they're like, look, you, okay, you want to try a sip? You get a little smart ass. And that's, that was my attitude on it. And, of course, when I first had a beer, you know, at age eight, like a sip of beer, I'd be like, oh, my God, that's horrific. Get away from me. You know, but Walker went a different route. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, uh, look, we're not getting any fermented, um, you know, Capri Suns for your little You're ass. supposed Don't to give him something that. gross. Supposed to give him something gross, not sangria. Well, don't, look, I mean, look, man, don't I'm give, not, don't give him something to give I'm to the to the seventeen-year-old sorority rush girls. <laughs> I mean, give, give him something that he's going to be like. Give him like a, give him just a straight up wild turkey. You know, he'll. <laughs> you know, the, I, I don't know that I can now. Life. <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's got a taste for it. It's like, like a shark. It's like a dog when they bite a human. I mean, now they got the taste for <laughs> it. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> So I just got to keep, I got to lock up the liquor cabinet now. Um, yeah, ask the kids, what do you want to do this weekend? And some of them are like, uh, <laughs> hey, let's go to Six Flags. And he's like, let's go to a wine tasting. <laughs> well, we were joking about it. We were like, you know, we sat over there for a minute and like, it, he was just sort of taking it all in, looking at us. And and we, I had a feeling, I said, guys, the way Walker's looking at us, I feel like he's about to say, hey, what do you want to do after this? <laughs> like, you want to go out? <laughs> the after party. <laughs> Where's the yeah. after party? Um, y'all want to yell up for the yell up for going to Glitz? I mean, what's up? Um, but, but so yeah, that's that's the things you do during the pandemic. Um, Get your kids. So drunk. any other news? T- any other news tidbits out there for you? You know, obviously it's slow. I'm looking forward to myself. It's just just me. I'm very old school. I'm very traditional. See, I just enjoy it so much. That's why I don't like change. I enjoy what we got. I I think it's great. And for that reason alone, I've still, even with the advent of the internet and, 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 and information, immediate information, like you get on the Twitter, I still love college football magazines that come out in the summer, partly because I spend a lot of time, you know, at at the beach in the summer and, and, uh, and and I want to read something while I'm just sitting there in the sand. But I I get uh, very excited about summer magazine season and uh, this week, uh, Athlons hits the stands. And while there's nothing necessarily in the magazine that's going to be like a big news or a big bombshell, there'll be their a legion of predictions that I'll enjoy looking over. But uh, it's just the football talk. It's holding in your hands, the glossy pictures. It's like, oh, man, fo- football is so close when you can hold the Athlons or Lindy's in your hand. So uh, that hits the newsstands, and I, I encourage people to – to buy it as a way to just get excited about football. And again, don't buy it to, for the information, just buy it. it it's, it's an excitement generator for me. I'm right there with you. I, it is a nostalgic thing for me. And I, I may have talked about this on the podcast before that um, there used to be 
and I remember this vividly. My parents had a condo in Destin with my uncle way back when, and they've since sold it, whatever. But we used to go to the beach all the time. And so we were leaving the beach one time, and I'm at a the local grocery store. It wasn't, I don't think it was a Publix. I don't know how long Publix has been around. But whatever it was, it was a different grocery store than what I was used to, and they had more stuff like milk and bread. Um, but they had uh, at the checkout line, they had a cassette tape and it was like sec preview for whatever year it was it had to be like 88 or, or 87 or something like that and it was a, a it was like 1987's version of a podcast it was a dude who just um broke down every single sec teams and, it, and at the time we only had 10 so it wasn't that big of a deal you know five per side of the cassette but um he just broke down from alabama to vanderbilt and my mom and I listened to it all the way back to uh, Alexander City. It was awesome. And I mean, I can't, even though that thing is so dated, like I kind of miss that. I, when Lindy's comes out, I still buy it. It's like buying a Playboy magazine. You know, it's like, why would I buy this when I can see any of these pictures online for free and better quality and they're doing more stuff? But there's something about getting your hands on this magazine that makes you feel like a kid again. And I mean, like, that's how it is with, with Lindy's. I mean, we can get, even if Athlon is like, I don't even, it may be, it may not be, even if it is a pay service, there's so many end arounds to, to seeing what they talk about that and, and finding just out their information. Just don't look at the magazines. Just don't look at the magazines and come back and say things like, Najee Harris is so hot. Just don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, don't get them. Don't get the two things confused. But um, you know, it's, it is a nostalgia thing for me, totally. And eventually, that will all wear off because you know it'll cycle out. Um, just like you know, again, like, like apparently now, Playboy doesn't even do pictures. I don't know what they do. I haven't, I haven't seen a Playboy magazine in so long, but I don't think people even look at them anymore. They're so nondescript now; they don't even get the little plastic cover on them anymore, or whatever. So, um, yeah. They stopped being nude. I mean, for a while, I don't know. They stopped putting nude pictures in it. They stopped they doing nude. Did. I don't know. Yeah, and I, I don't know if they returned, or I don't even know if there's a magazine anymore. But mostly because I can't see through well, all the tears. Well, yeah. well, you know, it's like uh, it, that's like Pizza Hut saying, "You know what? We're what we're going to do? We're just going to stop doing pizza. It's all uh, salad <laughs> and spaghetti over here, people. But you're called Pizza Hut. Yeah, we know." We know, but pizza's outdated. <laughs> pizza's no, done. It, it, pizza's it, done, but love come for the breadsticks. It had a good run. It had a good run. It's, it's over now. Um, like Waffle House, so, no waffles. <laughs> best eggs in town. Uh, so is there is there anything out there in the college football world at all that has uh, been remotely well, intriguing we, to you? I mean, uh, we talked, like we talked a ton about JT Daniels coming to Georgia the other day. We spent a lot That's of time true. on that, and uh, – it's still a huge story. I mean, in terms of, you know, if, what, what's the biggest college football news of the past three or four days? It's that. But but to me, the news is this. Uh, there was a time in March. There was a time in April, maybe even in early May, where the football season seemed so doubtful. And now I would even say it looks so probable, not possible, probable. And uh, we should all just be excited about that. And in this uh, tumultuous time, for our country, no matter what your opinions are, politics are, reasoning is, we're all going to differ about those things, and that's fine. Uh, that that that's that's how countries are built on different ideas and uh, and and different policies and 
but but all coming together as one. We all come together as one here because we're all one football team. And uh, and, and let's just be supportive of uh, all the guys on our football team, all of them and, and all of our coaches, uh, all of our, our kids in every sport, uh, male and female. And uh, and let's just be one team because that's uh, that's how you win the games, right? Oh, there's no doubt. Um, just a couple of little other odd and end things. First of all, the NFL Network had today um, the playoff game from last season with uh, Baltimore. And well, I guess it wasn't. Was it 2019 or was it two yeah. years ago? They had Derrick. It, it was Derrick Henry. Yeah, it was this year. It was Derrick Henry. It was 2019. Well, but. But it said 2019 playoffs, but that's not really the 2019. Anyway, whatever. I guess I, I get so lost in those semantics about that. But anyway, Derrick Henry had gone off in that game, and I forgot he had a jump pass for a touchdown. Did you remember that? I did not remember that until you just said it. I mean, if you, I mean, but, I, I, I forgot that. Then you said it. I'm like, oh yeah, he did. But he was uh, you're but talking about the uh, Ravens versus the Titans, right? When the Titans beat the yeah, Ravens. And he, but, yeah, but here's what, what what struck me about it, right? Derrick Henry was averaging eight yards a carry in that game, just kicking so much ass in that game. I mean, he just – he ran all over them. Um, but uh, as they're reading another announcement in Spanish right now. But uh, so he kicked ass, and he had a jump pass for a, a touchdown. It was the first pass by a running back for a touchdown since, like, in the playoffs since, like, 1987. And my thought was – you know, we're so bananas. I mean, I don't remember that at all. But if Derrick Henry had done that at the University of Alabama, I'd never forget it. And I wonder if that's, that to me is like a difference between NFL fans and college fans. I wonder if NFL fans remember little things like that about the game. Like the way we can remember little nuances in big games. I wonder if NFL fans are that passionate. You know, that's been one thing I've always wondered because I'm not a huge NFL guy. I pull for the Alabama guys in the NFL, but um, I'm not a fan of any team in particular. But can a Green Bay fan remember something about Brett Favre's playoff run into the Super Bowl win? Can he remember uh, vividly something about, about a great play from one of those games the way that Alabama fans remember Kenyon Drake's run against Clemson in 2015? Sure. Does that not intrigue you at all? I was trying to throw out. I'm, 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 I'm contemplating it now. <laughs> Which, yeah, am when, I, I, maybe I am Kim Jong-un. When Kenyon ran for that touchdown, was he still wearing a cast <laughs> on his arm? Remember our Kenyon? We don't remember it. <laughs> and we don't remember it as well as I thought. No, he wasn't. <laughs> Didn't Kenyon break his arm? Like, it was it? Uh, maybe it's against Mississippi. Maybe it was several weeks before that. I'm trying to picture that in my head. Yeah, did but, he have a broke? Broken arm. He, he did, but he, he did, but he broke his arm. I think in 2014 against Ole Miss, was it not? I think Kenyon played. I think Kenyon played that Clemson game really banged up. Now he might have played really banged we'll, up, but I we'll I don't Google. think he had a broken arm. Yeah, you Google. We'll we'll we'll, we'll Google we'll Google and report back <laughs> as to what happened in 2015. But uh, just when, you, when I'm so just, glad I brought like, this you, up. I mean, like Kenyon Drake you returned blew that my touchdown. whole theory out of the water. <laughs> like, wait a minute. I mean, picture. I'm, I'm picturing like, all this stuff. I'm picturing Derrick Henry's, uh, you know, his 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 jump pass in the playoffs. Now I'm picturing Drake's touchdown run, and I'm like, 
was he still wearing a like that he had seriously hurt himself just a few weeks before? But I mean, you're like you know how to play one the game. Drake wearing a Rolling Stones T-shirt when he scored that touchdown. <laughs> I feel like I remember him wearing a Rolling Stones T-shirt. I'm just blown away by the fact. I mean, really, a game-winning play, a game-winning play, and I, I don't think the dude was 100, percent and it's one of the great plays in the history of Alabama football. Was what else is funny? It was a game-winning play, essentially, and there were three touchdowns after that. <laughs> Two by Clemson, one by us. Isn't that wild? I mean, like that's how. That's true, man. Those Alabama Clemson games and the Alabama. I mean, we played them four times in the playoffs. And uh, two of them weren't that great uh, in terms of great games. They they just decimated us in 18. And we beat them pretty handily in 17. That also wasn't an exciting game. But 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 our defense so just shut them down in 17. The, the game wasn't very tight. But the two games back-to-back in 2015 and 2016 were scintillating football games. Uh, each team with one win uh, decided late. And uh, lots of big plays. And, uh, yeah, those games in 2015, 2016, that's just college football history right there. Well, here's hoping we get to see them again at the uh, end of 2020. If this this year will I'll ever end, it. it would be – be, I just – they just said, you know what, let's just fast forward past 2020. Everybody's going to – It's going to be the best now, New Year's – it's going to be the best <laughs> New Year's Eve ever. I can't wait for that New Year's yeah. Eve. Hell, I might walk to Times Square. <laughs> But that's, that would be something if, we, if like, Trump just got on air and goes, all right, y'all, we're done with 2020. Starting now, June 1 is now the new new year. So everybody tear it up tonight. Um, you know, throw your mask in the air at midnight. Do whatever you want to do. But we're starting now. January is now in, in summer. June is in the winter. It's, we, we're just getting rid of this thing. So, uh, all right, everybody. want to thank everybody at Built Bar again. B I no. B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R. I'm going to eat one right now. I'm seriously going to eat one right now. I'm just grabbing this. Uh, I'm eating the uh, raspberry chocolate cream. Well, I dropped it, but it'll still be. I dropped it. But, <laughs> but I dropped it in the wrapper, so it's good. <laughs> All right. Built Bar, so good you can drop it. It's still delicious. Tastes awesome. so are you eating it right now on the air? One raspberry and chocolate and your cream. went out. Raspberry chocolate. Oh, well, that's not surprising. <laughs> that is that is the most 2020 live read ever. Jimmy's about to eat Bill Bar. How delicious is it, Jimmy? Well, it's – I dropped it. But go check out Built Bar and go get uh, all the Built Bars and use – code locked on when you order these built bars at builtbar.com builtbar.com also want to thank our buddies over at uh, nico sports and ikco sports.com nikco sports.com to a tongue go football for 99 dollars with part of the proceeds going to the alabama make-a-wish foundation they are great great people can't say enough good things about them go check them out jimmy how's the built bar I have not opened it yet, but I'm opening it literally. I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's in position now to be open, and uh, it will be open and eaten very soon. And I'm looking forward to this raspberry cream, only 110 calories and four grams of sugar. Just four grams of sugar in a chocolate bar. Imagine that. That's insanity, people. Insanity. Go get it before they start adding more sugar to it. Hurry. All right, before we get into another announcement here at Hartsfield Airport, I'm going to say roll tight, everybody. 
Roll Tide, and we'll be back tomorrow with tons of recruiting stuff. Atlanta, Georgia.